Megophone and Melonin. Megophone and Melonin. Ian as Min Nestel. Mani and Nestlin. Oh, shoot. I forgot it. Ian. <laughs> I got this. Ian as Min. Sierra. Amazing. I'm glad I remembered and you didn't. I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast, Chronicles of Fiction. Where we read fanfic. We do. After we get done talking about other stuff. And we talk about ourselves. We do. But okay. also all things Lord of the Rings. Yes, which I'm so ex- okay. I'm so excited about this recording today. Like Right. We have so much to talk about. I can just go ahead and tell you that nothing exciting is happening in my life, so Okay, yeah, no. The the, the highlight of my life right now is I have my own thermostat in my office. Oh, okay. So that is actually like awesome. I know, right? That's, that's, that, yeah, that's actually awesome. <laughs> I was, like, freezing, and my boss came in. He was like, it is very cold in here. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he's like, you know you have your own thermostat. I was like, I did not know that. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it just re- controls my office and then the lobby. But who cares what the lobby feels like? Exactly. So, okay. Let's get to the good stuff. I gotta find my screenshots. Yes. Um... Should we start with the Elvish word? Just go ahead and get that out of the way. Yes, let's start with the Elvish word. The Elvish word from last week was glass, which means joy. Proud of you. Thank you. Yes. Okay, this week, it goes right along with joy. It's bar, which means home. And both of those things in English or Elvish mean happiness. (laughs) All right. Okay, so how do you spell it? Like like the place I'm not allowed into because my driver's license still doesn't isn't still salty much? No, not at all. It's June. I turned twenty one in April. <laughs> but yeah, okay, just so bar, then it means home. It means home. So you know, are we all alcoholics? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so yes. Um. Okay, I gotta get this, since this is not Lord of the Rings related, I have to get this out of the way really quick. Okay. Season two of Shadow and Bone has been confirmed, and I'm so happy. Amazing. I'm waiting for, uh, waiting for my, uh, copy of Six and Crows to come back to the library so I can pick it up and read it. I might low-key just jump on Amazon and just send you one, because... (laughs) I mean, I have thought about it, but, like, we're getting ready to move here soon, so I'm just really? trying not to add a whole lot more to my book collection until we are somewhere. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're moving in October, but, like, for okay. me, who who moves all the time, like, four months is not that long. No. Uh, when I think about having to go through and pack and get rid of stuff, so yeah, I'm starting that process right now. Good. And, <laughs> That's probably good. <laughs> right. So when I think of, like adding books to my collection i'm like you know what i'm just gonna wait to like add any permanently until i move so i don't have to move it yeah that's probably why i haven't bought it but like if someone else wants to buy it and send it to me (laughs) well we'll see what happens (laughs) i'm like i need i mean because i've got a couple people to talk to but like we've already talked about it so like right Right. uh that's good um Hang on. What, what else you got? Okay. I feel like you're the one with all the with all the news too. Yes, 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 yes. It's because I like I don't really know what happened this week, but I came up with stuff. <laughs> um, the War of the Rohirrim, the Lord I... of the Rings anime. Okay, okay. So I've just seen it advertised. I don't really know a whole lot about it. Okay, so this is what 
one article. I think it is from... No, it's not. It's, um, so basically, Warner Brothers uh, Animation and New Line Cinema have just announced the new anime-inspired... So they're not really calling it, like, full-on anime. I have no... I've never watched an anime, so I know. I haven't either. But, like, I don't... Um... <laughs> I haven't watched it because I feel like if I was to watch it by myself, I would not be able to understand it in the way that it is meant to be understood and appreciated. That's fair. Yeah. You know, so I want to watch it with someone who, like, knows anime. Um, but, like, I am not at all. I'm excited for this because it is um, written by, what's her name? Hang on, I screenshotted it somewhere. Or maybe I didn't. Um, one of the writers from Lord of the Rings. Okay. So I think this is going to be better than the Amazon show. I think that's going to be <laughs> total crap. And now at this point. So little faith. I have, I just, I had hope for so long. I no longer have hope. Too many people have left. They've made too many. I just, I don't, but this, we have this. Let's hold on to this. <laughs> we have this. We have this, and it's going to focus on Helm Hammerhand, which I know very little about. I remember reading about him long, long ago, um, but my memory doesn't really go back to long, long ago, so <laughs> here we are. Trauma! <laughs> it's fine! <laughs> uh, but, okay, it says, War of the Rohirrim will function as a standalone story, the studios describe it as a companion piece to Peter Jackson's Lord of the Ring trilogy and will share stylistic elements and feature narrative connections that fans of Tolkien's books are sure to pick up on. This is all we want. That's great. This is, this is, this is it. This is all we wanted. This is yeah. it. it. wasn't much. This is it. Okay. I am thrilled. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty great. And to, to, like, when, when, you, when they said companion piece, like, all I could think about was what used to be, you know, a three three movie um, uh, thing that we would do. Like, oh, we're going to sit down and watch Lord of the Rings. Now mm -hmm. we have Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and this one. Like, we're it's literally, yes. we're adding to a whole thing. Yes. And I feel like, I don't know. I, I just, I know they're going to respect um, Tolkien because they, they have before. I mean, there was, a, there was some issues with The Hobbit, but I think... If Peter Jackson had been given more time, like, because he didn't really want to make the Hobbit films to begin with, like, that right. wasn't his thing. Right. So I feel like if that had been done under his own, yeah, they would have been way better. I think so, too. And I think, um, unfortunately, you know, the studios were capitalizing on the profit of it. And, and yes. I think that, you know, they pushed him to go in a more mm -hmm. uh, commercialized way. Yeah, which. Um, but well, that being said, you know me. I am a huge fan of The Hobbit. I think that the performances that we get out of like Bilbo and Gollum, oh, yes, they're so worth yeah. watching through it. Um, especially the first one. Oh, the uh, first one is complete gold. Like that's yes. Yes. yes, it does. Like I, I get that we we totally veer off story wise mm -hmm. come second and third, but um. But that first one, but even like I love Bjorn's, like I love watching Bjorn's place. Um, I love watching Bilbo when he meets Thranduil, 
and the the battle of five armies and he's yeah. like you're the one who like uh broke my prisoners out and he's like uh, uh not that so, so yes i do agree with you uh I, I still like it for what it gives us but yes i think if peter jackson if peter jackson had been given full uh yeah. control i think we would have gotten a slightly yeah. different second and third movie for sure yeah. which is why i still have a lot of faith for this anime like i know it's not i don't think peter jackson is involved but his people are involved and yeah um I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Anyway. Still exciting. So exciting. I'm, it just, it makes me happy that something is coming out that will be good. <laughs> Although, you know, we may, we might never get the Amazon show. So we it might not be a problem. It might just we, never come out. <laughs> it's, this seems like a very good possibility. Yeah. So. There is that. Have you listened to many more of the Billy Boyd, the Billy Boyd? Uh, a horrible human. I have not. I have never laughed so hard. That's what I heard, and I I'm just failing at life because I haven't mm. pressed play. Again. And they have uh, the last two episodes. They have Elijah Wood. Ah, oh, and. See- I did not know how absolutely ridiculous Elijah's Woods laugh is, but oh my god, it really? is you you hear it and you're like, I'm sorry, he just did that came out of his mouth. <laughs> and it just adds it just adds to it. And they were just, just telling stories and they have a Lord of the Rings quiz every time. Oh, and it's like man. some people just can't get these answers and you're like shouting the answers into your headphones. I strongly, strongly recommend it. I went and left a review on there and even shout out our podcast. Oh, hey. Um, Where are you? <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, but seriously, like, they're not that long. They're an hour or less. Um, if you just love, especially if you loved Marion Pimpin, like. I do. I don't know what my problem is. But it's I... so good. Tuesday is my favorite day of the week now. I cannot <laughs> wait for work and to stick that podcast in. And it is not long enough i can tell you that right now okay i am going to listen to i will be caught up the next time we record all right that's that's the goal the problem is is i've been back to listening to my favorite murder yes and which i mean is what inspired this whole podcast to begin with it actually is so um but yeah I'm, i because I, I like listening i like listening to the live shows because they kind of stay more on point yeah but now I'm out of live shows, so I'm listening to the other ones too, and I love it. And it's a problem because most nights, well, I don't want to say, well, yeah, most nights Caleb is working, and so I am home alone. Yeah. Um. So basically, I'm scared of the dark. Well, you substitute it for uh, for Mary and Pimpin. Oh, you're right because they won't scare me. No, they will not. They won't. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a wood so hard. Might. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. What? Okay, so I'm um, thinking we read, and then I asked over on Instagram and Wattpad what got people into fanfic, and we got a couple of responses. Yay, people for engaging with us. Yay, we love you. Um, but do we want to maybe read first? That's fine. And then go into that? Who's reading, me or you? Um, I can read if you want to since you read the last okay. couple of times. Okay, let me get a pen so I don't. I can make this 
editing you here. want to so um so we're gonna be reading uh, if you want to give a little background on what we're reading oh yes i don't i'm just reading <laughs> okay so this is called hang on let me pull it up um this the is called the writer of rohan um i because we i the reason i've stumbled upon this because um i was I saw the anime stuff and I was like, well, I guess we got to read something about the Rohirrim. Um, so basically, after chatting with the author, whose username is Talon the Mighty, um, he, we, we talked a little bit, which I'll, I'm going to, I asked him what got him into fanfic so we can read that response. Okay. Two, um, but should I just read the description? Sure. Okay, um, Gamdrick is a member of the Royal Guard of Rohan and Prince Theoden's right-hand man. When the prince begins to discover the wizard Saruman's plot to enslave Rohan, he turns to Glamrick for aid, sending him after the Grey Pilgrim, Gandalf, who has been banished from the Kingdom of Rohan for, for warning of the plot. Now it seems that Gandalf may be the only one with the power to save a poisoned King Theoden from the foul influence of Saruman. Will Gamdrick find him in time? It says that during the events of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I do not know anything, no copyright infringement intended because it's fan fiction. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, definitely sounds like this is going to be, wow, wow, we've got so much going on in Lord of the Rings. And they come in on King Theoden and all this stuff, and they see he's poisoned. We're going to kind of get what was going on behind the scenes before, like right before. Which I'm super excited about, because I I was not, um, I did not follow him before. I found him because I was like, I want a Rohan story. And I was just like, this is perfect. I don't know what else I would want out of life. Yeah. So, yes, that's what we're reading, because I didn't fill you in on literally anything before. We (laughs) never do, but that's okay. Uh, This is how we roll. This is how we roll. Um, okay, so this prelogue or this prologue is like three minutes, and I think the first chapter is seven. So should I do both of those? If you want to. I'm thinking yes. I'm thinking we do both of those. Go ahead and get like a, a good start. Cool. All right. So this is on Wattpad. This is The Writer of Rohan by Talon the Mighty, and this is the prologue. A summons this late at night? The tall, pale grass shivered as a weak breeze swept sleepily through the moonlit gorge of the deeping, deeping comb. comb, comb oh, that's two zero. That's two O's. Two zeros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. The tall, pale grass shivered as a weak breeze swept sleepily through the moonlit gorge of the deeping comb. Comb. I don't know what that word is. I'm sorry, Tyler ah. Mighty. Um, of Rohan as Gamrick trekked through the valley of the rendezvous point. Okay, can we take a minute to see rendezvous is not spelled at all like it sounds? No, it's not. Where is that Z? <laughs> Why is there a Z there? I don't know. I feel like I only learned how to, like, well, I, I honestly have no idea how to spell it. I only learned how to read it, like, too soon ago. Too soon ago. Are we talking like right now? No. <laughs> no, it's just no. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I have a task for you, Gamrick, and it is urgent. Theodred, son of Theoden, king. 
Theodred, son of Theoden King, said sternly when he finally reached the top of a tall hill not far from the Hornburg, You must go west for me. The shock at such a request must have written itself upon Gimrick's face as he processed these new orders, with Theodred's brows furrowed in primitive, preemptive irritation. Okay, y'all, I'm sorry. I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> you got this. I am struggling. Uh, my place is here, my lord, Gamrick protested. After a brief silence, he continued, You know as well as I that Grimma plots against you. It is my sworn duty to protect you. Is it not also your duty to do as I say, Theodred replied irritably. My father is ill, poisoned by the foul influence of that worm. I would not grant him the comfort of my absence so that he may do with Rohan as he pleases. Are we to ignore the orcs on our borders? What of the men of Dunland? As second marshal of the Rider Mark, I cannot leave the defense of the East Mark to Aramir alone. You must do this, Gamrick, for me and for Rohan. Do you think the Golden Hall so incorruptible as to truly believe that your life is not in peril? Why do you send me away? Gamrick growled as he gestured to Idaros. 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 Yeah, away to the east. How could he deny the danger he faced when he, the Prince of Rohan, was forced to have secret meetings outside of the walls of Helm's Deep, his very seat of command in the Westmark, for fear of Grimma's spies overhearing his plans and relaying that and relaying them to that traitor? He had known Theodred for a very long time, and he had seen him grow into a strong and warm-hearted leader, into a military genius, into a true heir to the throne of Rohan. And for this reason, he feared for him. After a long silence, Theodred inhaled deeply as he attempted to calm his nerves. The silver moonlight draped itself lightly around his form. Am I saying his name right, Theodred? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know of the corruption in... What is with these names? <laughs> <laughs> I know of the cor corruption in Medusild. Game oh, right. I have no idea. That is why I assigned this task to you. I must send someone I can trust. Do not worry, old friend. I will be fine, Theodred said softly. He then turned towards Gamrick and fixed him with a steely gaze. A strong gust tore through the ravine. Gamrick and Theodred stood as statues, silent and unwavering, as their royal gold and fiery red hair and green cloaks sailed the unpredictable currents of the wind. Twenty winters. Twenty winters had they known one another, and of those twenty, not once had Gamrick changed the mind of the prince. Gamrick had met Theodred when the young man was barely into his second decade of life, following his assignment to join Theodred's personal honor guard. Gamrick himself was only a few years older than the prince at the time, and in part due to their closeness and age, they had quickly become the very best of friends. In time, Theodred came to value Gamrick's opinions, and every so often he would allow the man to voice his thoughts in private. Reluctance clutched Gamrick's heart at the thought of leaving the man he had sworn to protect with his life. As he pondered the words that Theodred had spoken to him, he began to accept the situation that he had found himself in. After all, he was right. They could not send one of the military leaders away while the threat of ice threateningly on the horizon. But he also needed someone he could trust to complete a task, and that was Gamrick. Still, he could not shake the feeling that leaving him was wrong after shadowing him for two decades. He gritted his teeth in frustration. He knew that he must bend. What would you have me do? Gamrick asked in a reserved tone. Theodred's entire demeanor changed then. His posture grew somber, and a grave look overtook his face. You are to find the Grey Pilgrim. Dun dun dun! Bum, dun, dun. <laughs> I really don't know what that's from. I feel like minions, but don't hold me to that. I think you're right. 
I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is chapter one, The Gap of Rohan. Gamrick awoke early the next morning. None had yet heard the drowsy singing of the early birds, nor felt the pale warmth of the morning sun. Good, he thought. Saruman's crows have not yet been sent forth from Isengard. He shivered at the autumn chill that hung in the air and pulled his green cloak tighter around him. He still felt nervous. Numerous sightings of orc raiding parties had been confirmed recently, and it would still be an hour or two before the sun would rise and drive the foul creature back to the Black Fortress, Orthanc. He intended to leave unnoticed, so departing in the small hours of the morning before Saruman's spies would be released seemed ideal, though that meant he ran the risk of stumbling upon the orcs. However, the wicked creatures have no love of daylight, and he had hoped that the beasts would be withdrawing from the plains well before dawn so as to avoid the daylight entirely. If so, Garmick thought to perhaps to avoid them altogether. Yet he knew not to put trust in hope. He meandered through the dark fortress of Helm's Deep, admiring the impressive, dimly lit stonework as he drew closer to the main gate. The tale goes that the dwarves built this place long ago, and he doubted not the truthfulness of his claim, as Helm's Deep was unlike anywhere else in Rohan. He went slowly, knowing he would not return for some time. If I return at all, he brooded, and even should I return, will any fortress or city of Rohan still stand? He nodded at one of the guards as he drew nearer to the more illuminated fortress gate. Without hesitation, the young man swung the gates open with a mighty creak. The cold-weathered fortress had grown on him, as gray and gaunt as it was. Alas, the time had come to leave the strong walls behind, and his mind turned towards other things as he entered the torchlight. How would he convince Gandalf to return with him to Rohan after Theoden King had so rudely dismissed his council not days earlier? And with Shadowfax as his steed, how could Gamrick even begin to hope to catch up to him? And what dangers would lie beyond Rohan, even if he managed to make it through the gap, which was rumored to be guarded by the wild men of Dunlin, who had taken up arms in Saruman's name? Indeed, he had much to ponder and not much time to do it. He passed through the gates and approached Asufeld, his snowy white companion of nearly two decades. Asufeld was the finest horse in Middle-earth as far as Gamrick was concerned, and though he doubted that they would be able to overtake Shadowfax, he knew that Asufeld would give his ultimate effort to do so nonetheless. He checked the saddlebags that hung around the horse's muscular body and made sure that they had adequate provisions for their journey. A month's worth of provisions to start, then I will hunt. Though Gamrick planned to stay as close to Middle-earth's many winding rivers as possible, he has still packed quite a few water skins, as well as multiple cloaks and animal skins, in case the trail led him into the colder regions up north. He wanted to travel light, but he knew not where Gandalf Graham was headed, nor how long he would be upon the road. I must be prepared, he thought. <clears throat> he heaved himself up onto Asafelt, geared up for war, and his heavy mail was clinking. He adjusted himself in the saddle and took in his surroundings one last time. He drew in a deep breath, and with a shout, he and Asafelt were off. Gamrick chanced one last glance back at the fortress and briefly watched as Helm's Deep slowly shrunk into the valley behind him. Nothing in the world could compare to traveling the rolling plains of the Rittermark with Asafeld. The rhythmic beats of his hooves and the wind howling in his ears was addicting. They matched each other's breathing as they bent and turned in unison. When they rode together, they were extensions of each other's being, perfectly in sync and completely aware of one another. Gamrick had often wondered if others besides the Rohirrim shared such a bond with their steeds, though he doubted it. Indeed, it was the elves that had given them the name Rohirrim, which meant horse lords, in their silvery tongue. He smiled at the thought of it. The sun was still high in the cloudless blue sky, and the tracks of Gandalf's steed were fresh underfoot. It must be just after midday, Gamrick acknowledged. 
He had not encountered any orcs, and for that he was grateful. They were now swiftly approaching the gap of Rohan, a twenty-mile-wide valley that lay between the southernmost point of the Misty Mountains to the north and the northernmost point of the White Mountains to the south. The scene seemed peaceful. However, Gamrak was utterly alert as they grew closer to the elevated lip that marked the approaching decline into the heart of the valley. He had no intention to be ambushed by those who swore allegiance to the white hand of Solomon. The midday sun beat down on the dry grasslands of the Gap and glinted off the waters of the Ford Eisen. Two of the oldest roads in Middle-earth, the Great West Road and the North-South Road, which had fallen into ruin and decay, connected on the other side of that ford. If Saruman had indeed betrayed them, as Gandalf had claimed, then holding this valley would be key to ensuring no help would come to Rohan from the lands that lie beyond it, and Saruman would surely send his minions to occupy the gap if that was the case. If only Thane and King would dispatch men to guard the borders, Scamry thought, and anger was kindled in his heart. He steeled himself and focused his mind on the task at hand. There was no movement, yet Gamrick and his companions slowed to a halt just before they reached the top of the hill to survey the area before continuing. There were no signs of a camp, nor any signs of a large army having passed through recently. With rumors circulating about this area, it was strange to see no signs of the enemy. No ambush, Gamrick questioned. Or are the rumors mere hearsay to keep travelers away? Saruman was indeed wise, and Gamrick had no doubt in his mind that the White Wizard would use rumor and superstition to gain any advantage there was to gain. They sat still, searching for any sign of a potential attack. All was quiet, no birds singing, no grass rustling, no wind howling. Gamrick readied his bow and grabbed an arrow from the quiver that hung on his companion's right side. He had no intentions to be taken off guard. Asafeld began marching forward at the cue of Gamrick. A harsh cry pierced the silence. Gamrick's head snapped to his left and he readied an arrow instinctively. His heart pounded in his chest and adrenaline filled his veins as his eyes locked onto his target. He let fly his arrow. Not a moment later, the cry was cut off and replaced with a thick gurgling sound as the arrow embedded itself into the source's throat. The figure reached frantically at its neck, gurgling in higher and higher pitches until it finally collapsed into the side of the hill, twitching in irregular rhythms. Gamrick spurred Asafeld up to the slight incline to investigate the now still corpse. His eyes squinted suspiciously as he approached. A large man, clad in dark leather with chainmail underneath, lay face down and dead at his feet. Gamrick's arrow protruded from the bloody wound in his neck, glinting in the sunlight. The men of Dunlin do guard this pass, Gamrick cursed. A horn rang out from the other side of the hill, resonating inside of Gamrick's horsetail-adorned helmet. He eased his grip on his companion's reins, and at the order from Gamrick, Asafeld reared up on his hind legs and spun around, thundering down the hillside towards the ford. How close the enemy was to the water he did not know, but he but he did know that they would be overrun within seconds if they did not move. As they cleared the lip and began their descent, Gamrick's heart stopped. On either side of him were two large companies of Dunlendings gathered at what looked like the beginnings of a would-be campsite that hid on the other side of the initial slope. Some were scrambling to arms at the call of the horn, but others knew that they would not be quick enough to stop them and merely shouted curses in their gravelly voices as the companions sped past them. Arrows whizzed by Gamrick's ears as they rode towards the safety of the water. They looked exhausted, and it was obvious that they had only just arrived after a long march. Gamrick berated himself for almost getting himself and his companion killed. The man that he slew atop the hill must have been a scout, sent out to survey the area before they set up camp. Had Gamrick not stopped to survey the area, he would have been cut down before he knew what was happening. 
Gamrick was torn then. His duty begged him to return to Helm's Deep and inform Theodred of what he had just witnessed, that it was also his duty to continue his quest to track the Grey Pilgrim. There is no way to go back now at any rate, Gamrick thought, as he watched the hundreds of men gathering behind him from over his shoulder. He turned around, grateful that he and Asafeld had made it safely away, and was lost in troubled thought to the rhythmic beating of Asafeld's blues. And that is the end of chapter one. Oh, dang. I know. So this fic isn't finished. But it was, okay. yeah, but I mean, the author's still active, so obviously I talked to him. <laughs> but yeah. um, I really, I like this. I feel like this is a lot like, um, what's the one that we read? Oh, of Tooks and Brandy Bucks in the, in the, um, the way that it's not what you normally get out of fanfic yeah because i mean what i write is like <laughs> the average um fanfic of just like legolas angst but i really enjoy these that are like oh these it's places that we don't get to see a whole lot of yeah in the books i mean there's plenty of rohan stuff in the books but still I do feel like you can, you definitely get a um, a character that's not uh, like necessarily well in the books, and you kind of get it from their perspective. So yeah. you're getting it from like, you're almost getting it from an extra's perspective. True. Yes, and I like that because I like I feel yeah. like there was so much. I mean, there was so much more happening in Rohan at this time. Like right. Then I mean, we get we get what we need to know from the books and the movies, but there's still. A lot. And I never really thought about, like, of course Theodred knew what was happening. Yeah. Like, Aomer knew, so, like, of course. And they probably talked about it. And Yeah. Well, I would love a one-shot on that of, like, a um, uh, Theodred and Aomer being like, guys, this is bad. <laughs> and, yeah. I it, That had never really clicked, because I don't know why. But, yeah, I really liked I think this is going to be this is going to be fun to read. Yes. Um, but we're probably only going to read the first um what did we decide probably like four chapters. <laughs> so like today we'll just count as one because we were able to do it in one. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, but we're going to try to maybe not spend quite as much time on each fic and that'll be for longer fics going forward. Um Unless it is requested by popular demand, and then we'll bring one, bring it back. Um, but it looks like there's. Fun. It looks like he only has five chapters up, so we can probably read through this one. And if he has any more, we can come back to it, maybe. Yeah. If he ends up getting any more up by the time we get to the end of it. Yep. And then I actually have another. I've got a one shot, which I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I've got a one shot lined up. All right. I'm so proud of myself. I was like, I'm going to ask this person and this person. And I was like getting responses from um, like, because, you know, we always ask for permission. Um, yeah. Read. Um, but I was very proud of myself for having two different fix lined up. Very productive. I got this. Very productive. Um, did you have any other thoughts? Um, just that. Why is Middle Earth so hard to pronounce everything? <laughs> and also, I made the um, uh, I made the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't um, know. 
the I realized something. I may be um oh it's gonna bother me when you re- when you <laughs> anyways I realized that my brain like my eyes read through the sentence faster than my brain can pronounce them out loud. Yep. I made the not realization but connection? A, no. No uh i don't know i'm gonna come up with it eventually uh but yeah so i'm sitting there reading and i'm like you gotta your eyes gotta slow down one word at a time but then i feel like i'm reading too slowly so yeah but that that was all it really good i very much enjoyed it i mean you did great with reading like editing is gonna be easy on this Uh, if you say so that first chapter was good job well there was a couple then but then like once you got like once you got the hang of it you were like we're good now yeah yeah, it just, it just took a minute. <laughs> Reading out loud is terrifying, and it's a lot of work. <laughs> like, but then, you know, okay, I haven't told anyone this, but I've played around with the idea of uh, maybe starting to practice a lot, and in the future, maybe going down the path of audiobooks. Yeah. I love listening to audiobooks. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So, but, if, and of course, I'm like, maybe I'll do the one thing that scares the living daylights out of me the most. That's what you got to do, though. So, we'll see. I agree. We can uh, take turns reading. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I feel like that's, that would be a good thing. Um, okay, we got responses. I'm going to read Talon the Mighty's first. Okay. Um, he, he said, which he gave a great response. I was expecting like three sentences and he sent a whole paragraph. I was like, oh, okay. oh I appreciate you. <laughs> um, he said, I've always been imaginative, especially as a child. The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring came out when I was six years old and I've not stopped being obsessed with everything Tolkien since. After reading much of the official writing, I found myself reading fan fiction. Rohan was my favorite country from the books and the movies. The location was beautiful, and the culture was very interesting to me. Well, while reading these other stories made by fans, I got the idea, what if Rohan had sent a representative to the Council of Elrond? And, though that's not quite what happens in my story, it was the thought that led me to this point. Now, as an adult, I'm the frontman of a metal band, and the lyrics... Uh, all form a story told in Tolkien's world. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about this for a minute? Also, did please tell me he gave you the name of the band. He didn't because what? I like it didn't click when we were talking that that's what he said. And but now I'm reading it and I'm like, excuse me, sir, <laughs> where is the information for that? So I'm gonna ask him. That's literally <laughs> my favorite genre of music. Yeah, and it's it says it all forms a story told in Tolkien's world. Uh, like yes. Excuse me. Where's the link? <laughs> I need this in my life. Yes. Okay. And then he continues saying, um, "I also write. I also write this story here as I run an Elder Scrolls fan fiction page on Instagram. I just like creating new stories. Is the short of it, I suppose. Which is awesome. I mean, I feel um, like it's kind of the basis of of all of it. It sounds but, like he also has no life like us." Which is great. It's amazing. Welcome, my dude. Also, I want to say I'm calling him dude because on his uh, thing he has David, as his David is his name. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, uh, I need to know the um, 
this band. Yeah, we need. I, w- I would like to look this up. Yes, I will. I will message him, and hopefully he will give us information because that's awesome. And I don't know why I didn't click the first time. That's amazing. Um, I think we got two more responses. All right. So this one is was on Instagram from Jessica Markham. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She said, wanting to add my own ideas to make books or shows or movies better or how I like it. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which is great. I, I, I don't know, I guess because my, the way I got into it, I was, I was horribly depressed. And I was just like, that must be how everyone gets into fan fiction. It's like, I just don't want to be here anymore. So, <laughs> and fic it is. But I, yeah. I guess not. And I'm glad because depression is the worst. Yeah. Um, okay. V3 Olympus said, definitely an accident. (laughs) Yes, honey, anyone on Wattpad, it's an accident. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking to read the book online and came across a fan fiction by the same name here. When I was at a point I couldn't find, then there was a point I couldn't find interesting ones. So I tried my hand at writing some before amazing fanfics started popping up again. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> That's great, because, like, yeah, I mean, there's... I love the Tolkien fandom, but there are plenty of fanfics that are not, um... canon-friendly, shall we say. Yeah. Um, But that goes really for any fandom. You're gonna have to get oh, yeah. a lot of the not great stuff. And then there's just, like, absolute gold once you know where to look. Right. Um... But, yeah, I like that response. Definitely an accident. That's same. amazing. Same. I, like, I found, I found Wattpad through Pinterest, actually. Ah. I, and then I kept, I didn't want to, like, make an account, so I kept, like, going back to the same Pinterest post to find the link. That's amazing. To, to it, because I was like, I don't want mom and daddy to know, because I was, like, an angsty 16-year-old, and... Yeah. Well, you know, because like Daddy used to tell us, he was like, "We're I'm looking at all your search histories." He wasn't. Yeah. We all know that now, but I didn't know that then. Right, and also just like even the most innocent of things like weren't okay growing up. So True. it was like we what... never knew. We never knew. Yeah, what's okay and what's not. Right. Yep. Um, it's really funny because my. One of my very good friends, my, I would consider her one of my three best friends that I, um, she just recently started dating and she was telling me about this girl and she was like listing off all these things. She likes Harry Potter. She likes Taylor Swift. I'm like, oh my God, you're dating me. Like you're, you're <laughs> explaining me right now. And then she tells me, oh, and she likes fanfic. And I was like, oh, oh. she's one of those yes. girls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And she's like, yes, yeah, she is one of those. I'm like, there is a, a, there, there's the nerd, and then there's, and there's us, the fanfic nerds, and y'all are just in a level all of your own. I mean, and I'm right there with you. I just don't actively seek it out. I mean, there's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of work, because there's a lot of not great ones to get through. Yeah. To get to the good stuff, but that makes me so happy. Like, does she it's read so it or just read it? The fact that I, she's open about it makes me happy. I think she just reads it, but I'm not sure. She's an English teacher, so there's a good chance that she's written some as well. <gasps> yes. 
Uh, probably, I would assume probably more on the Harry Potter side because she's a gotcha. very big Harry Potter fan. But I just thought it was so funny when she said that. I that I knew exactly what kind of person she was talking about. Nope. You're just like, ah, yes, one of us. <laughs> yes, yes, I am familiar with this kind of person. Yes, that's awesome. That so, makes me so happy. Yeah. So yeah, um, hit us up Instagram, Wattpad. What's gotten you into fan fiction? Yes, and I'm gonna post a different question that I forgot to take a picture of so I don't <laughs> at the moment, but I will post a different question in the coming week. Um, shoot. It was a good one too. I was like, this is a great question, but I like, I tend to do a lot of this stuff at work. And so I like wrote it on a sticky note and stuck it on my wall and yeah. I forgot it, but it's fine. Also, if you guys have any like, um, Okay, so, like, for instance, as I've been reading through Fellowship of the Ring again, you know, it talks about how Aragorn and Bilbo are actually really good friends. And yes. Bilbo spending time, like, in like in Rivendell and stuff. And I'm like, I would love to know these stories. Yes. Oh, my you God. Know, are there any parts from Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit that um, don't, that, you know, are, are little side things that you want to know more of? Yes. And then we can find some maybe on uh, on Wattpad or whatever. Yeah. Or even just, like, we can just talk about it and be like, we want yeah. thick. I can't find okay. it, but I want it. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or even just, yeah, just to talk about, you know, and that's one thing that I'm loving about having the Up podcast, or the Unexpected podcast, I guess, and uh, the um, Friendship Onion podcast, and the fact that, like, everyone in my household has just finished Lord of the Rings and we're starting the Hobbits again. Like I'm, I'm constantly surrounded by Lord of the Rings and uh, I love it. And so I just like, what I am rambling now, let us know. What are your favorite things about Lord of the Rings? And if you want a fanfic out of it, maybe we can find one. Yes, we can, we can try. Okay. I'm, I'm done rambling. Okay. <laughs> I like your rambles, though, because it's it either you rambling or me, so. It, it was a lot. Oh, but, okay, one last thing to ramble on. We were watching The Hobbit last night, the first one, and you know the little council that they have at Rivendell with Elrond, um, Saruman, Gandalf, and Gla Lady Gladrill? Yes. Who, throughout the time of me first being exposed to Lord of the Rings, Lady Gladrill has been my favorite character. Yes, she's she's amazing. Her dress. Oh. In that scene. I don't know if you can picture it in your head right now. Yep, yes, I can. It's beautiful. I know someone who can do cosplay. <gasps> Watch me show up to my wedding dress like that. Oh my gosh, will you please? I'm like legitimately going to please. take a screenshot of it and send it to this girl and get a quote. You should. Because I saw you that and the whole time I'm like, that's exactly what I want. I don't know why I didn't think of this because you're gonna be able to wear if it's if it's that dress you'll be able to wear it more than just your wedding day. You can be like, yeah, it's my wedding dress, but like also I can cosplay for the rest of my life. Yes. Um, yes. Oh my gosh! Please, please. Yeah, I um, uh, I saw it, and it's everything that I want. I want flowy. I want non-constrictive because I want to be able to you know dance and stuff. That would be the only thing is I feel like it might be a little bit hard to move in. Mm. around people but i can just have her shorten the train a little bit like yeah and you'll still have a, a um what do you call it a bustle yeah yeah so uh i did i saw it and the whole time i'm like and at first it was like how would i get this made but i'm like i i know someone who does cosplay all of her own cosplay and she's really good at it and i'm like 
And she would. Why not just ask her? Yeah, she'd probably jump at the chance to be able to be like paid to do that. I don't know if she does if she gets paid to do that already. She does it for herself, I think. But yeah, like yeah, I'm sure she would. And I have plenty of time between now and my wedding, so like, you know, no rush or like she can take her time with it. Or if I end up not liking it, like it's fine. Right, and and this is one time that it's expected to spend a few thousand dollars on a dress. Well, I don't know if I'm going to spend a few thousand, but we'll see. We'll see what her quote is. But, well, but I mean, what I mean is, like, if, if you're just doing the cosplay, it's a lot harder to justify in your mind. Oh, yes. For some reason, when oh, really, yes. like, you can cosplay multiple times in your life, and you get, yes. you get married once. It's one day. My dress is so ruined. <laughs> Did you get a dry cleaned or anything? No, I didn't. It's kind of, I don't know what to do with it. It's kind of falling apart because it wasn't a super expensive dress to begin with, which right. I didn't want expensive because, again, I was only going to wear it once. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the beads are kind of falling off. Um, so I don't know. I think you could I always do a, a trash the dress uh, thing. That sounds like our relationship went in the toilet. <laughs> well, no. So it, it was Amber. Um, I think one of her friends got married and she had to get, she, they had to pick a dress quickly. Something happened and they had to move it up or whatever. And so she picked a dress, but she hated it. And so she Aww. did like a trash the dress, like photo shoot type thing. Oh, that sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. So I'm just saying, like, if you're not ever going to be able to wear it again and you don't think you can like sell it. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, definitely can't sell it. I, I'm thinking maybe I should take some of the fabric and get something made out of it. Yeah. Because, like, some people get, like, lingerie made out of it, but yeah. it sounds really uncomfortable. Because <laughs> mine wasn't made out of, like, soft material. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a future me problem. It's in a box. It's. But, yeah, I saw that on The Hobbit last night, and I was just like, is this speaking to me? Please. Oh my gosh. This is the so, yeah. I might try to I might try to hit her up about that and see uh just to see. Yeah, I mean at least ask. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, do we have anything else? Elvish word. Do I remember it? Do it remember? was bar, which means home. Home. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to like look through these so I can start making sentences and it's just like you betrayed me. Joy home. <laughs> Thank you. You betrayed me. Creature. I don't understand. Yeah, no. It's just like whatever I can find. It's all good. It's all good. It's, I love it. I love it. I really do want to learn how to put sentences together. But that's yeah. going to take a lot of time. and dedication. Yeah, because then you're getting into grammar structure and yeah, and second podcast. I don't yep. know. Not this one. Not this one. So, well, I think that's it. All right. This has been fun. This has been fun. We will, um, I guess, see you guys in two weeks. Yes. Hit us up on Wattpad and Instagram, Chronicles of Fiction. Um, let us know. Let us know what got you into fan fiction. Let us know what your favorite part of Lord of the Rings is. What part do you go back to all the time? For me, it's Tom Bombadil. I just, I absolutely love it. And anything doing to do with the elves. Um, so yeah, let us know, uh, let us know what you think of the one that we're reading right now. So far, I'm very much into it. Yes. Go give, uh, Talon the Mighty a follow. Yes. Um, and thank you, Talon the Mighty, for giving us some 
stuff to read today. Yes, thanks. Uh, we would have been in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I guess we shall see you in a fortnight. Bye. Oh, wait, no, not bye. Galoo. <laughs> Galoo. <laughs>